Hi guys, this is Talks with Abigail, and I remain your gracious host, Abigail Samuel. So, I would love to talk about forgiveness. You know, it's a very common word, and so many people have have spoken about it. You know, we all know what it is, but most times we don't practice it. You know. Sometimes we think we had forgotten and forgiven something, you know, or a situation or a person that hurt us. And just let it go, you know, sweep it under the rug. We forget about it. And when it comes back staring at our faces maybe the person that hurt us so deep or the situation or the circumstances when it comes back when it comes back to our faces you know it paralyzes our emotions because we didn't handle it properly you know we just we just said it with our mouths I don't forget. I don't. The matter don't pass. You know that's what most times we say. The matter don't pass. My old story. It's it's gone. It's bygone. But there's something forgiveness does to us. There is something forgiveness does to us that most times it's all we needed to be the person we were supposed to be you know even Hebrew um sorry just calm down the Lord our God is merciful merciful and forgiven even the word we build against him that's Isaiah Forty three, verse twenty five. And when I look at this, the Lord our God is merciful and forgiven, even the word we build against them. I don't want to go all biblical and everything, but it just tends to let us know that. Sometimes, eh, God had handled everything that we, every time we have sinned against him and the Lord's prayer, whenever we pray, he always say, forgive us our trespasses as we have forgiven those that have forgiven us, forgotten against us. And there's this quote by Mark Twain, Mark Twain, um, no, by Lewis be sneakers that says to to forgive is to set the prisoner free and discover that the prisoner was you. <laughs> Shock you bar. The prisoner was you. <laughs> Not the person that hurt you. But you. You that was hurt. You that cried. You that felt pain. You were the prisoner in, in that unforgiveness 
that you couldn't let go. Um, something happened. There was someone that hurt me when I was a child. And growing up, I I blocked this person away from my mind. I and most times for, forgot that something like that happened to me. When I hear his name, I curse him. When I see his picture on Facebook, I curse him. Um, two years ago, I was going home, and I had someone shouting my name, Abigail, Abigail, Abigail. And I turned. It was this person that cursed me time. This person that affected my view about life, you know, and here he was in front of me after how many years, and I became numb. I couldn't feel, I couldn't talk. I was on the road with him staring at me. He asked me for my number like a zombie. I gave him my number. It was after he said he would call me. It snapped out of my... I snapped out of that trance I was in. And I ran away as quick as possible. And going home, I cried. Inside of me, I was so bitter. I was crying because I had thought I had let this thing go. I had thought I had been healed. I had thought I had forgiven him. I had thought that this thing was never going to come and hurt me again. I had thought that I was fine. But I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't. That day passed and I was in the office the next day and a strange number called me. And the first person, first thing the person could say to me was, I am sorry. I am sorry numbed me more. I am sorry made me. That word, I am sorry, that sentence, that three words, took me back into the abyss I had crawled, I had thought I had crawled out of, whereas I had just covered it with a cellophane nylon. I came out, covered it with a cellophane nylon, but I didn't bury it, I didn't cover it up, I didn't bolt it, I didn't lock it. So it was just so easy for me to sink back into the abyss, you know. And immediately he said, I am sorry, I just hung up on that call. And I cried. I cried like I had never cried before. I cried of the Abigail that would have been without that incident happening to me, you know. I cried of the many bad decisions I had taken because I had already been defined by that situation. I cried of the child that never got to be a child. I cried, you know. And with all my tears, I was still numb. I couldn't feel nada. I was just crying. But inside, I was numb. 
tears was flowing out of my face and i remember my boss coming to ask me are you fine i said yes i'm fine <laughs> but i said i'm fine <laughs> girl i wasn't fine i was numb i had to go back you know i had to find avenue i could used to feel something i remember calling someone i used to have a relationship with and i called and like what's up i want to come and see you i am numb i want to feel something in other words i wanted to just have sex i wanted to feel something i wanted to feel an emotion i was ready to travel to abulegba that night that was just how bad it was That was just how bad it was for me. I was so numb. You know, and I got to realize that I never forgave him. I had just bolted the door on that situation and moved on with my life. I was still a prisoner of my circumstance. I was I was still in that chains that he kept me in no not him he was the one that hurt me but i was the one in chains i was the one still hurt i was the one crying i was the one that was never free <laughs> and i had to crawl back i had to go back you know i had to dig deep i had to because i write when I'm in pains. Most of the things I write are mostly about pains. I don't know why that is. You know. I I wrote I I wrote graphic images. You know, I was filled with like the pains were so they're so dark. You know, so dark. And I asked myself why. Am I still a prisoner? Why didn't I ever let this go? Then I realized that I never forgave him. I had just forgotten about him. You know, I had grown up and I had forgotten about it. I had moved on with my life, you know. <laughs> Oh god. So I had to forgive him. It was hard, but I did. And when I did, I felt free. I felt like a child again. Like inside of me, I was free. You know, I could pray to God and I would feel connected to him. I was free. Very free. Oh, and before I forgave him, I abused the hell out of him. I I made him own up to his actions, you know. I made him know that he had ruined a life that he was supposed to protect. 
you know, so. So all this just sums up to the fact that when you hold on to things without forgiving those things, those people, you're hurting yourself the more. And if there's one thing that's so beautiful about me these days is is that no matter whoever hurts me, it never stops my capacity to love again. No, my heart is that big. <laughs> I would get hot. I might shut down for a while, but I pick it up. Like, oh yeah, life moves on. And I forgive. <laughs> I let it go because <laughs> that's your shit. That's on you, you know. You were the fucked up person. I wasn't. I've had people that have hurt me recently. And I'm like, no. You were the person that was fucked up, not me. I was good. You just couldn't handle the goodness inside of me. And and I move on. And I forgive. And my heart is still large enough to love as many people as I can love. So when you forgive, you release that prisoner. You don't have to love the person. Again, you don't have to rebuild the relationship again. You just have to forgive, you know. Although forgiving someone or ourselves can happen in an instance, my experience is that it's usually a more lengthy process requiring great patience, trust, persistence, and prayer. More like peeling an onions than a lightning bolt. A lightning bolt. You take your patience when you're peeling an onions, because once the juice enters your eyes, you cry. For many of us, the emotions holding the tightest grip on our hearts are the disappointments, resentments, blame, and anger. They place a strange hold on our happiness and the only person who can release them is you. You only have that power. No one else. Just you. (laughs) You know, whatever those people that hurt you did with their life, it's on them. You have to forgive to be free. You have to forgive to have a connection with your maker. Because God is love. And because he loves us, he constantly forgives us of every transgression and sins that we've committed against him. Because he loves us, we never so we when we come back calling in. But that's the difference between us and them. They won't call back to you to apologize unless they're being confronted. And sometimes they don't need to be confronted for you to forgive. You just need to forgive them. You just you just need to just let go. You know. So 
you know, okay. When you know you've not forgiven someone, when you mention the when the name is mentioned, you are, you get angry. Like I told you, whenever I hear his name, I curse him. His picture, I curse him. That was how bad it was. Oh, the time I heard he had HIV, oh God, I was happy. I thought he would die, and I'm like, all right, I pray he dies. That was just how bad it was. I I prayed he died. And um, <laughs> funny, yeah. I shouldn't have done that. That alone should have told me I am still bitter. Forgive unforgiveness makes you a bitter person. Because on the all the anger you're supposed to have let go is still inside of you with no channel to go out. You're still bolting all the pains inside. There are four ways I recommend you forgiving someone. To help you forgive someone. Understand why someone acts the way they do. When I mean understand, for me personally, when I mean understand, I mean they are mad people. They are wicked people. Just accept it. Accept it that there's evil in their hearts and no one can be like you. Sometimes accept the fact that you're too good for the likes of them. So the only way they could feel good about themselves is... To hurt someone. Just the second one, feel and express your emotions. Cry. Cry if you want. Wail if you want. Talk about it. <laughs> when I mean talk about it, tell them to their face. Person, you hurt me. <laughs> you did this to me. Talk about, express it. Do anger work. Cry, weep, hit something, pillows, you know. Something that makes you feel. Because when you're numb, I think it's worse. You can talk to the person if you can, or you can write a letter to the person to tell the person. Rebuild safety. They've hurt you once, never give them the power to hurt you again. It's done and dusted. You've forgiven them and you've forgotten about it. But they can never have that power to hurt you again. You know, there's this there's this song by um Chainsmokers and he said, before you hurt me, I would go. Yeah, before you hurt me, I would have to leave first. I won't give you that power to hurt me. I like that song, because it reinforces my strength when I need to make hard decisions. Take away chain smokers, helium. Then the last part, let it go. Let it go, let it go. Can't hold you back anymore. 
Let it go. Let it go. Just let it go. And you'll be surprised at the changes that your life. <laughs> you'll be surprised by the tremendous positivity that would be roving around you. People will say the inner glow will come out. I would end on this note. God is love. And because he loves us, he forgives us. And he never turns his back on us. So never turn your back on yourself. Forgive and let go. Forgive and move on. Forgive and be fine. Forgive and be the person that you know you can be. Forgive and be happy. Forgive and glow. Forgive and be excited about life. Just forgive. So the prisoner that you are can be released. Forgive. So the caged bird can be uncaged. Then it can fly to the highest part of the sky with wings flapping. His mouth whistling because he or she is finally happy. I hope all I've said help, you know, in any way it can. Have a wonderful day. I still remain your host. Abigail Samuel, and this is Talks with Abigail. Bye.